1: I've lost count of the Caged in podcast. Uh, this week, I'm joined by Joe of Tonight with Bob and Joe. How are you, Joe? Hello, Petros. How you doing, man? I'm. Uh, I'm very trepidatious. <laughs> I think, as I said to you just before recording, like this is one of the only podcasts ever. No, this is the only podcast I've ever been nervous about recording.
2: I'm slightly nervous as well. I'm slightly nervous, but excited. Nervous, but not. yeah. Yeah, yeah I
1: feel like we're just treading on. I don't know sacred i don't know like i like a weird ground to be treading on strange ground to be yeah.
2: treading on but we should we should uh yeah let's be strong and get through we can do this
1: yeah uh, the we, film the film we're talking about this week is world trade center released in 2006 just 5 years after the events of what happened yeah. on september the 11th
2: which is already too too soon that is 5 years too soon i'm just that's what i'm saying straight away
1: i'm saying i'm saying maybe any time yeah yeah that's that's right if it was this was made now that could be right yeah it's that thing of like i get it maybe of done with respect and um care towards the families of the survivors and like people yeah yeah the, the the heroic um firefighters and like um uh, which this is actually responder. about, isn't it? Cage,
2: yeah. Cage is a firefighter in this.
1: This is this is little knowledge I know about. I is know that, right? that a yeah. lot of the surviving members uh, or family members of firefighters were actually consultants on the film, which like gives me hope yeah. that this film will be a like touching portrayal of what happened, and not just I don't know. There is. I don't know how you feel about this there's like pro- yeah
2: there's probably a certain amount of time we can put there's probably a certain amount of time you can get to where you can go alright we can start sort of like of, you know because of like a World War 2 film again Yeah, so that's like a, a huge tragedy for humans you know oh, not humans humans <laughs> uh, but uh, you know when the, we make films and you know you can. there's certainly good war films as it were because of you know many reasons so there is a certain amount of time but it does feel like five years later is a little bit you, you mentioned earlier a little bit sort of like on the buck sort of like spinning the dimes
1: well yeah I've, I've actually looked and this film took 163 million at the box office which i can't like help but have some type of like skepticism towards <laughs> like that's a lot of gold yeah i couldn't find anywhere online about any money like put back into the community or like to help out in any way like ground zero or like the the families obviously like i don't know it kind of feels they've cheapened them by just being like oh you were a consultant on the movie but like yeah now it's made like yeah we've done screen i've done screenings for them and stuff like that but i don't don't know maybe this is my like twisted cynical mind of how i look at just like the hollywood film as we've seen recently the hollywood film industry is rotten to the core so i wouldn't put it past certain people to have that do you know what i mean to just i yeah. don't know to just see the tragedy
2: in. and immediately go let's start let's start uh rolling
1: well yeah i think like 2005 yeah. 2006 is when this came out so it must have been shooting no earlier than 2005 yeah definitely uh, when yeah. was the script being written do you know what I mean it's like i don't know i think it says a lot about like the culture we live in that like as soon as something happens like there is that like i uh, the dust hasn't settled, and like the pen has hit the page already. On how yeah, can yeah. we make a film about this? Which is it's kind of tough to take in. It's also like one
2: part of me feels like you know that that's uh it's sort of cretinous to engage in such a creative activity, but another part of me feels like it could have been you know a creative release for whoever it was, but then. That's me being wishing, I suppose. You know,
1: yeah. And like, it begs the question: Was Oliver Stone the right hand <laughs> for this film to be put in? Obviously, he's like his career is is kind of I don't know, not checkered, but like it's a bit all over the place. He's obviously touched upon historical events before doing a oh, yeah Born on the Fourth of July uh, about a Vietnam veteran, I believe. With Well, wow, uh, I haven't seen it. No. Tom Tom Cruise. Um, jfk yeah which in that film apparently goes in a lot about like the conspiracy theories about the assassination of jfk but like um, yeah getting onto the conspiracies is pretty nice a lot of people like noted that this film just ignores ignores all of that he did the and war film as
2: well you were talking, um, platoon, right? Platoon, yeah, yeah, it's another war film with there. the amazing
1: Willem Dafoe. I think everyone remembers that <laughs> classic moment. Like, it's not so much of a spoiler because it's on every poster and DVD cover of like Willem Dafoe on his knees, just being <laughs> fucked by a rain of bullets. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, he's done natural born killers, which is, I don't know, like, yeah. I mean, it's great. I love that
2: film. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's totally bonkers. Yeah, but yeah.
1: what so I mean, like, and this, this it, delicate subject, is yeah, in the yeah, hands sure, of the, of the guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, who, who made that, um, and he also made like, I believe it was a couple years earlier, he made Alexander about Alexander the First, right? I think he's got like Orlando Bloom he's in it. He's the history
2: man. He was the man to go to by all accounts. This this well, film should be on point.
1: But this brings me to a point, like how he i don't know trampled upon the story of that there was a a friend of mine ashley uh if, i believe he listens to the podcast so shout out to ashley yeah, yeah, um said like it's the only film he's ever walked out of because uh from the cinema from the cinema well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Jeez, yeah, uh because like during i don't know, uh alexander the first what's that it's got to be like Years gone. You know it's I mean? a like very hundreds, long time ago. Hundreds, hundreds Must be at least. Ago, at least, least a hundred. years ago, and uh, <laughs> the line that made him like question: Should I go any further? Should I go any further with this film? Was um, his dick was like a baby's arm holding an apple. Jeez, that's. I mean, I mean like it's good, <laughs> good. But so, Ollie
2: Stone. Uh, we've got. That's what we've got coming for us. Yeah, this is. We've like, got. Apple, baby arms, dicks, and all in one All in one podcast. I'm yes. fucking excited, <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> I, w- I want to say as well, um, I apologise in advance if any of this se- seems offensive. We do not mean to yeah, cause absolutely. any offence to the actual events that happened. Just maybe this film.
2: I suppose really what what we're trying to focus on here is maybe the absurdity of such a film being made. And... Cage being the man for the the main role and then us finding ourselves in this quest to talk and think about Cage and the event itself, you know. Yeah. Certainly well, not trying to offend, we're just trying to explore, I think.
1: Well Cage wasn't the first like option for this film. Uh right. this could have been a whole different beast because uh you got like the all American hero just I think I think I think the the mum's the the mum's favourite, uh George Clooney Right. as uh right. as, as as the lead in this or right i believe could have been a whole different scarier beast uh, mel gibson
2: oh man <laughs> oh man mel gibson he's a, oh, that guy just I, I just recently watched uh lethal weapon and i love it the uh, less about that i suppose the better
1: you mentioning lethal weapon i'm actually uh featured on a podcast called uh the Betamax Video Club, uh, check that out, and actually talked about Lethal Weapon One, Great. and I'm set to return uh, yes. later on this year to talk about Lethal Weapon Two.
2: Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic! I, I, I am going to listen to that. dirty putting a plug in, though. No, no, no it's <laughs> needed. That, I mean, it, it was straight in, seamless.
1: <laughs> That's how I roll here Jesus, at Caged imagine in that. HQ.
2: Imagine that, Mel Gibson. That's yeah. what I mean. We've got to see it first. I need to see it, but I've, I've only seen sort of like the the prelude, sort of. Graphics at the beginning. I haven't seen this film, so I just know that the cages in a fire. suit the, that's it.
1: the title, like menus on the DVD look like tearing, tier, tearing, tearing, man. I know. If <laughs> I feel like
2: I'm going to be like all teared up, and like when we come come back, I'm just going to be like, well, you know, let's. It's a sad thing, and let's just come on. We've got to be strong. That's what I feel like I'm going to be like. <laughs> and banded together, yeah.
1: arm in arm, linked. Yeah. Man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. This could be so a, a bonding experience Absolutely. for both of us. Um So there's only one thing left to do, and that's to get raging with Cage. <laughs> Ooh, just oh. listening back to uh, me and Joe before we watched the film, sounding very, very jovial and yeah, quite excited. But now it's a very somber atmosphere slightly
2: somber we were nervous to watch it i think the first thing i i want to say is he was a policeman not a firefighter yeah um
1: i think i think there was a quite <laughs> quite easily <laughs> yeah. uh we got confused because he had a big helmet on and uh, looks like a firefighter yeah looks very much like a firefighter um so well. this film starts on like a very prolonged silence. And I just feel like it really set it set the tone, like there was yeah. just no, no score or anything for like a good minute or so. Yeah, like the title, and then um, see see Nick Cage getting up early in the morning.
2: Yeah, three thirty nine something like that. Very early.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> very precise time. Alarms um, going off. But it looks, it looks. I know, I know. It's probably not the film looked quite ripped he looks He look, he's looking well
2: <laughs> you were checking his abs yeah
1: i was i was yeah. i always i'm like obviously doing he does this, look well doing this podcast i've kind of like i've got i've got to keep 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 an eye on him like see how he's doing like, yeah. I, one one of the things i'm always checking is where's that hairline at like yeah. it very famously just seems to be like running away from his eyebrows <laughs> in every film um yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a very like i found it like to begin with like it was very blue do you know what i mean not not like dirty it's no quite, like, not, <laughs> not
2: not uh dirty jokes blue not a uh, roy chubby walker <laughs> <laughs> you mean the color yeah it was it's somber it's blue it's icy it's cold
1: and um kind of just introduced to all the all the characters like, yeah so
2: we've got we've got um Nick, who's, I can't remember his name, I just remember Rodriguez. S- uh,
1: Sergeant John McLaughlin. McLaughlin, yeah. And then uh, introduced to Michael Peña's character. Nice. Who, um, I don't know, you might remember from, I think he was in the film Crash. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, he's in Crash, yeah. Um, reading on IMDb, uh, one of the things is uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal actually suggested him for the role. Oh, after that's seeing, fantastic. After seeing Crash. No way, that's great. Yeah, that's great. That's um, great. And like his character is um, Willie uh, Hermeno, right? I, I I got confused because every time it was on screen written is a J, but obviously it's that classic, uh, um,
2: classic Jose, Jose, yeah, yeah, exactly, Jesus, Jesus, yeah, um, a lot of Jesus as well.
1: Yes, we'll get into oh certainly, well, yeah. There is a very strong <laughs> religious subtext in this film. I'm not sure on big ollie stones uh religious leanings but um yeah me neither i almost feel like it's indicative of human nature though in in that situation being in like turmoil yeah you just almost lose hope in anything of the physical world and maybe i don't know i'm not saying it's people's minds playing tricks on them but sure might, that's m- a different conversation isn't it but
2: yeah, yeah, yeah like the idea yeah no but it's right yeah you get we go we, it makes sense especially you know america very um known for its at least outlandish sort of christian beliefs you know wh- whether it's a christian country or not i don't know but um it seems very much so yeah
1: so. um and it just felt like it's almost like the air was thick at the beginning of this film cuz like you like was you going in like you know what is bound to happen yeah
2: that we we know what was going to happen, but i didn't i didn't know i, I really didn't know where they were going to go with it like i I had no idea what was going on there we've got cage wakes up too early for anyone to get up and starts <laughs> driving into New York. I suppose showing that he's a you know he's a hard working guy he's up at three o'clock to get to work for Seven, I suppose.
1: Yeah, and he's he's a real family man. You see him like checking on the kids immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like yeah. I, I just checking everyone's okay. And um, but when like he gets to, he get he gets to work, like they all get to work. He's, he's at the precinct, he's, but yeah. everything just feels like quite like we were before. The, the, everything's quite. quite jovial and like very very excited and like just ready to get on with another day. And I think it really. Yeah. It was very well done because it is kind of like that moment just changed the world. Yeah,
2: I agree that because the tensity, like the like the intensity, like the tenseness and the intensity of that first little bit of the sort of scoreless part, really comes from when it just it comes up. It's black and it just says World Trade Center. I think that gives most of the audience a feeling of what's going on, and you don't that. I mean, you carry that. So they can be jovial because you already know. Yeah, yeah. You, that you long know long. what's going on, but they don't. I know it's I, a strange place to be for an audience, that, like you know, where you know that they're about to head into sort of tragedy, but yeah. they don't. But I, found,
1: I found it quite worrying because when I googled this film um, to kind of like, I do yeah, just just take some screenshots of a couple of things. Like, yeah, didn't look at any scores or anything like that, but like it it. It listed it as a disaster movie, and I just kind of, I, I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about like it being like linked into that. It kind of just reminds yeah. me of like, the day after tomorrow, like yeah, Independence yeah, Day, it, 2012. That, it's that, not like that. No, no, that, no. I, it's I don't know. It kind of takes a bit of the wind out of the sails of, of like the seriousness of the tone. <laughs> like, yeah, just, like this. This was. <laughs> A, I like I said, a world changing day and I'm like I don't know I don't know fucking IMDB in sort of shit out. Um <laughs> Well it's strange about that about it about
2: that, about it being a world changing day. It is specifically for people of our sort of age. Um we were all what well, I mean, I was around about fifteen years old when this happened. I mean, how old were you?
1: I was Look, I must have been like ten or eleven.
2: Ten or eleven. Am yeah. I five years older than you? Yeah, mate. Probably Possibly. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I'm top twenty six. If that helps. Yeah. Okay. So I'm three years older than you. So I was about the yeah thirteen something like that. Yeah. But it's, I was I, I I just remember because I know that I I was walking home from school. I got home from school. That's when I knew my moment of See, knowing.
1: I just like, it's it's weird. I just remember things like being driving home from school and just like. Just things didn't feel a It's a feeling I'd never felt that's before. interesting
2: because it's the same time for me, so it must have been around that time at uh, the end of school it must have been around either half two or three o'clock in England i remem- I
1: remember possibly being let home from school early early,
2: maybe that's what happened everyone's like, oh great yeah we've got and then yeah
1: and then and then it kind of i don't know like it sounds like a very weird um comparison, but the only time I've ever felt like that kind of palpable feeling of something is not right was um the moment when i was a child that my mum told me like my dad had like left the family right just that kind of like yeah yeah you can't quite put your finger on what is like what the problem actually is yeah but you can just you you can taste it in the air the air is
2: the air is thick with contemplation Yeah, yeah yeah
1: And like, just everyone's it's like not, everyone's not at ease. Like everyone's yeah, uneasy. About absolutely. Like, and that's that actually, it, and I just remember yeah. watching the footage on TV and just kind of being too young for it to really like. I,
2: I remember that as well. That sort of that that sort of sort of palpable thick air is how the beginning of that film slightly feels.
1: And I thought it was done like fantastically well. As as mm. is like the moment the uh the first plane hits with just like the shadow of a plane that's boat. it the silhouette yeah yeah because yeah, he's like, like
2: staring at someone over there oh is he a junkie is he gonna nick an handbag
1: and it's just I, it, oh. like it sums it up perfectly because mm. it is almost like the dark and shadow that was like an cast among, uh, upon that day yeah yeah certainly. and like very tastefully done as well like
2: i think so i think so on that bit yeah i was like this is this is great it did quite quickly get a bit strange after that. I remember the scene after that where the where the cops ended up. They they went back
1: in the break room. In yeah, the break yeah, room, the that bit
2: was a bit odd. That yeah, I think I heard a line of um, of uh, hey, the, hey,
1: they probably just ran out of gas. Yeah, and I was
2: yeah. like, oh, maybe they might, but you don't need. uh oh, maybe we need that at the beginning though. But I don't know.
1: I think I think it's it's just that thing of
2: like I chewed down on my teeth on that point though. <laughs>
1: I think because we, like, it's hard to look at it from the eyes of not knowing what has actually happened. Right, yeah, yeah. Because we know, like, or or do we know? Uh, Or do we, (laughs) Conspiracy theories will be discussed, uh, guys. Um, Maybe the absurdity of them, or maybe some of the traction. We are not too sure at the moment. Uh, But, yeah, like... Just theories, guys, they're just theories. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But, like yeah they they didn't know so obviously you're gonna look for yeah. some type of make logic of what at that moment seemed like impossible it seemed like the illogical and you learn that very quickly because when they're driving to the towers like um mclaughlin is explaining like they have they have precautions for everything they kind of have oh but yeah this isn't one of them like they're saying like we could be attacked by like He's like uh, chemical warfare, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, from air, air land-based, yeah. He's like, but nothing like they—they they just kind like of they, they, they
1: sideswipe. Them. And again,
2: that brings you back to the sadness of the event that, that no one was quite even ready in any way, even thought that that could happen. But
1: yeah, and it's—I don't know—it's a very contemplative film because, like, once enough. they once um, so McLaughlin and a few other like uh, so um, Jimeno. Uh, there's a Rodriguez, Rodriguez, and uh, one other gentleman. He, yeah, but he was called Billy. Can't remember his second yeah, name. Yeah, and there was, was um Bill John John Berenfall was in this, who uh, now plays the Punisher on the <laughs> Netflix uh yeah. TV series. I was, uh, one thing I did find online as well is uh I'm not sure why this was in IMDb trivia, uh, but how a lot of the uh, actors in this have made their way into uh like superhero films um, that's
2: bonk that's a bit weird
1: yeah maggie gyllenhaal uh the dark knight right. um nicholas cage um ghost rider superman
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah could have been
1: um <laughs> even even viola davis who pops up she's in suicide squad uh michael peña yeah, Pena is right, in Ant yeah. Man. There you got <laughs> Yeah, uh, Michael Shannon, I think. In, like... That might be more
2: to do with the amount of uh, superhero films being made. Yeah, I think I think, and... <laughs> I think that is more what
1: it is. I think whoever put that on IMDb tri- the <sighs> trivia is again like a crackpot, like conspiracy theorist, really like... into it. Yeah, this is good, this is good. this is where it all this is where it all stemmed from, creating this crazy family tree of superhero stuff. How it all links back to World Trade Center by our boy. Ollie Stone. Um, <laughs> but like once they get into the like towers, they're down in like, I'm not sure like what it is. It's kind of like a concourse, isn't it? Like I know that the, they want to take yeah. the stairs by the Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, he's
2: looking, McLaughlin's looking for McCl- Yeah. He did say Ben and Jerry's <laughs> very proudly. Yeah. He, they're looking for, they're looking for more equipment because McLaughlin's got, um, experience in a disaster from 93. That's what they keep saying. He's the man. He's a man from a, some other form of something that has happened.
1: I believe one of the other, like um, World Trade Centers. So there's multiple because obviously they're like um,
2: building. There's up to how many? I know that I know there's at least seven because I know that seven fell as well.
1: Yeah, it was like one of the one yeah. of the, maybe like building three or something like that was. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the exact number, but. Was attacked in... Oh, once
2: upon... Like, ap- yeah, in 93. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And McClellan, the real man, of course, uh, that it's based on. That surely they based it on yeah, the man yeah, 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 yeah. that had been at a previous... So all of the rest of them are following him very confidently because they've been told sort of that, you know, the um, the he's character going. that Cage is playing is, is the guy. If anyone knows, it's him. So he's sort of walking around saying, come on, let's get a bit more equipment. Let's. I
1: feel like I would believe a guy... With that strong of a mustache, as well. <laughs> There's no we, doubt have, about we have it. a moment for <laughs> the appreciation of Nicolas Cage's fine stash. I'm hoping he, he really was, made it this time. I'm hoping it was like he grew it for the. I, mean, I hope he method and uh, actually grew the mustache, didn't just like. Uh, he did, yeah. He did a Henry Cavill. Like, <laughs> he actually grew it. Like had to do another film at the same time, and they CGI'd it out. Um, no, I reckon it's. I reckon
2: it's his. I reckon it's his own. Um...
1: yeah i'm hoping i couldn't find anything online about the uh... about the (laughs) moustache um i imagine that wasn't a point that they thought "Uh, let's let's get the moustache involved like people don't really want to be reading about the fucking nick cage's tash there was a point
2: in the film though where i was like that's a stunning moustache yeah that's it was when he's driving he's driving across the bridge and i was like (laughs) i don't think i'll ever be able to grow one of those
1: one like beautiful shot in this as well, quite early on, uh, before this, is uh, one of the characters taking the uh, I think it's a Staten Island ferry across to New York, yeah, and like you just kind of see the skyline in its like former glory, obviously yeah. before this day, and um, I don't. There's something there's something quite picturesque and beautiful about it, just seeing, and obviously it's quite sad, to obviously because you know. What
2: Absolutely. is ahead?
1: Um But whilst they're in the concourse looking for supplies, um I think Tower 2 is when it fell.
2: That's it, yeah. They've both been hit, but then one of them falls whilst they're in there and it goes into super slow-mo. And uh, all the cops are looking at each other. Glass is breaking. Things are falling down. It's, it's all like that.
1: And it really, it really, there's something about, like, I did not know where this film was going. No, I didn't either. And then it was in that moment when I was like, oh, shit. I remembered, like, I'd seen part of this before. <laughs> oh, and I yeah. remember just thinking, oh, yeah, it's just, I was like, it's just a film, like, I was quite young again, and I was like, Ah, oh, it's just bloke, load of blokes in rubble. But, like, it's just, I remember being really gripped on it, and um, I was uh, actually on holiday for a week in Greece, and... Uh, <laughs> Right, So it's right. Like Lovely, lovely Mediterranean heat, like lovely. And I'm there of an evening watching World Trade Center. <laughs> Is that where
2: you hail from? Do you hail from the the, the Grecian islands? I do, I do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mainland Greece, uh, <laughs> fantastic. Kalamata, to be precise. There you go. Um, hype,
2: hype up to Kalamata. Big up, big up, <laughs> big up, themselves. big up, big up.
1: Um, but yeah, I had a double bill of World Trade Center and Munich. Um a film which depicts the events of the um munich olympics when there was like some type of terror attack so
2: that, you're on a terror evening
1: yeah i don't know why i don't know why that was like maybe that was the only thing that was in english i, I don't know like very serious people are the greeks when <laughs> right. they
2: want to be I, <laughs> well, that, that's it then petros I, I,
1: I guess so um
2: so they go down that, that that it starts falling it starts dropping onto them
1: and they they head towards like the elevator shaft that's it because he
2: goes cuz he knows that's where his experience comes in that's in fact probably the only experience that really comes in apart from being confident the only experience they show in the film of him knowing anything is head to the elevator
1: shaft he shouts in slow motion and they do and then that this is when the film just like so, yeah Took me by took me by massively by surprise. Me too. I genuinely thought it was possibly going to be a film where they it just shows like I don't know I think it's where the cynical side of me came in just like yeah. showing like the like firefighters or policemen yeah. just getting people out and just like That's what I thought it'd look, be. I
2: thought that Nick would be like the the, the Sarge above ground, bit heroing like like saving everyone, being the commander of right there, they are finding everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, like yeah, I the, thought that's the, the sun was
1: shining through the dust and him looking, him looking marvelous. Yeah, like not yeah, with a bit at, with the, hair out of place. Yeah,
2: yeah, just a bit of dirt. Yeah, yeah. With <laughs> uh, we, we that, they call it dirt. It's called dirt. I've seen it. I've seen them apply dirt, the mud in a stick, and it's commercialized. I mean, it, you buy it. It's a product. And it's just called dirt. And, it, and and i'm pretty sure it is just dirt in like a sort of prit stick sort of type appl- application oh like a, you, like a
1: like a yeah like a
2: like a lipstick yeah almost. like a lipstick but a, but a girthier one <laughs> and, and, and you and you sort of just you just see the girls rubbing it all over faces that's, uh, it's just cool dirt that's and i'm pretty sure it's dirt i don't know what it is i mean I don't know. it's probably not dirt
1: that's amazing um so we're getting we get some real insight from on that's on, insight. that's on. that's on set insight. on, on, on set oh, bloody hell <laughs> we've got a real we've got a real hollywood type with us tonight yeah, guys yeah, I'm um, so excited, yeah. Like, yeah. i like mad quite, yeah it's mad sorry from this point on the film kind of focuses upon like the families of the two officers and just like they're kind of Struggles of not knowing. Yeah, the two officers
2: that make it. So we've got so after the fall, there's a, and it is drastic, it, and it's and it, it's important. Then we, then we've got McLaughlin, we've got Cage McLaughlin. Then we've got um um got, Will. That's his name, Willie. Yeah. And then we've got one other guy. Uh, unfortunately, can't, I can't remember his name, but I'm I know he's sure. called Bill in the film. Or Chris. I think, is he called Chris?
1: Yeah, I think so. Damn it! Damn it! I thought it was called Bill. And he he he's there to help him out. Yeah, and then further goings-on happen and, like, rubble falls, yeah. impaling him against... Uh, it's just...
2: It's very sad. And that, I suppose, must be accounts from the men that yeah. that survived it, from McLaughlin and... Hermano, uh, yeah. Hermano, yeah. that must be their accounts of what happened to uh, that man. So, I mean, it's just... It, but it's very yeah, it's sad. He gets pinned and then they are left totally, totally uh, pinned the both of them. That's right, isn't it? They're yeah pinned in the rubble.
1: Like Hermeno just kind of has um like a big like slab over his legs mm. and like majority of his body, but like McLaughlin was really deep, like inside like the yeah. rubble and um
2: I think twenty feet below Hermano.
1: And apparently whilst um whilst obviously getting into the role, uh, Nicolas Cage like To kind of feel what that claustrophobia is like, and obviously the best way you can as like a Hollywood actor, like I went in um, what they called like sensory deprivation tanks. Wow, just to really feel that like feeling of, do you know what I mean? Like nowhere. Yeah. What it would. What as yeah. What it what it could be like. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, Mm. there is no pain.
2: In the sensory deprivation. Yeah, but
1: there is there there is no, there is no comparable way you can you can experience what no. you would have experienced. Do you know what I mean? Like
2: yeah, no, exactly. Unless you know, you know, it's not the same. Like going on the beach and just like digging a big hole and getting in that. It's not, you no. not, as a method actor going to get anything from from that. But then sen- sensory deprivation as well is more like a, a high. But uh, that still sounds very incredible that um, that Cage would stretch to something. Yeah, and like, it's I nicer, think he, sort of good to know.
1: I think he stayed in like New York a lot of the time as well, just to he really wanted to be respectful and just get that accent yeah. like, down pat, yeah. which, um, at points is at a little shaky. Yeah, it's a
2: little shaky, but there's a couple of points I was like, oh, it, there's a bit where he says the word gear, and I was like, he nailed that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because <laughs> him and his wife just seem to be like the most New York people ever, like, yeah. His wife, like fucking get out of here! Like just I don't know why wow, yeah, like the moment. brother,
2: the brother that comes over later on. There's a brother that yeah. comes to see the wife, and he's like, "Hey, get out here! It's all get out! I'm walking here! Get out <laughs> of here! It's all yeah, it's, it's all like that." Um, I'm just
1: trying to think of other like, it's not that there's not not like there's a there are moments in this that like I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit I did not like, and they're kind of like there's obviously. It is these two men trapped but there was moments of like flashbacks yeah that i just felt the way they were filmed and like the kind of post production on yes. it of like the kind yeah, of man. gloss and sheen is just like
2: schlocky as hell. yeah it's like we get it yeah. we get it
1: it's a flashback like you don't have to like have the frosted edges on the screen <laughs> and like everything's overly saturated and bright it's like yeah um Watercolor There is one. There is one like flashback moment that is just a real kick to the stomach. When like um, it's him, like it's McLaughlin waking up in the morning, and it's like for a moment you're taken aback, and uh, he just like turns over, hugs his wife, and like kisses her. Absolutely. And it's just that moment of like
2: I know that kicked me in the teeth like n- no, no one's business because when we when we were watching it i was I thought that I didn't know what was happening. now I don't know what to expect from the film at all, but I thought at this point it's quite far into the film, and he's been trapped for a, a good at least seven or eight hours i think, and uh he starts like imagining anything and it goes back it goes back to this scene and when and when <laughs> And when he hits the but it's exactly like the first scene. He's woke he's woken up, he clicks the buzzer, but in this version, later on in the film, after the tragedy, he turns over and sort of holds his lover and kisses her and she lies on him. And I was like I was like, Whoa, 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 what's going on here? What's going on here? And Petros was like, That's uh, what he would have done And I was like, Oh It's yeah. like it was like a punch in the solar plexus. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Beautiful agony that is. is
1: Like, what other like standout moments were there for you in this? Like, were there like other like? I just found found myself a lot of time. I couldn't write notes because they were like,
2: they were emotion. They were very was, like I was saying. Like it was pl- it was like I was saying to you. It's like plucking emotional strings. It was like the whole film was just playing a harp of and every note is just um the make you want to sort of be upset. Apart from some of the sort of schlocky break room stuff and like you said the oversaturated flashbacks
1: well like one thing i did like have a problem with but obviously i don't is 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 there is a subplot of a oh uh, this guy a like mission from god marine played (laughs) by um michael shannon and uh fantastic you I'm are sure. you're, you're informed at the end of the film that this gentleman was a real guy a very real man it is just like the it's i don't crazy. know
2: crazy it is cra- like like i mean i'm not a, i'm not particularly a religious man um so, well in fact i'm not a religious man <laughs> very, maybe spiritually but that means nothing in a world like this so i mean uh, like the man is in a church in a town where in the church there's no one but the pastor right so yeah, he's just it's by like in himself Wisconsin or something w- like that Wisconsin yeah he's a, he's like sort of sat there and the priest says to him the priest says no no he says to the priest he says I feel like um, I feel like uh, I can't remember what he says he doesn't mention God at that point but he says no he goes I've got to go down there to the priest he says I've got to go down there and the priest says that's not a good idea you know <laughs> essentially and then he goes and then it looks at the cross and he goes i feel like um god is telling me to go down there and i've got to go down there and then the priest goes you should listen to him next thing we've got a full full throttle marine just like trudging Straight to New York.
1: Yeah, full regalia. <laughs> he's, got, he's got he's got the stomping boots. On. I know. He's like, he's like looks like
2: GI Joe. Fucking right. Yeah. Like
1: stop. Like stomping down Main Street. Like I yeah.
2: Don't know, like... In fact, that's I think the best shot in the film is when he's stomping down a street that's completely empty but covered in soot.
1: Yeah, it's real good. Um, and like, I don't know. There is a line he says. When, like, he is the person who stumbles upon, like, him and another guy stumble upon, um, Jimeno and McLaughlin.
2: That's it. They're the same. They end up being the savior team. Yeah. The God loving Marine is the man that saves the two main characters.
1: And, um, when, like, Jimeno's like, like, he says something like, you're going to get us out, or like, don't leave us. And, uh, oh. he, he replies with the line, don't worry, buddy. I'm a marine. <laughs> We're gonna get you out. And it's, yeah. ah.
2: I know, yeah, at that point it feels like it's been paid for by the military. But I think between that point that we've got to here with because I love I actually like that character. Yeah. The subplot is completely and like as far as a subplot goes in the film, I'm sort of a bit I'm bemused and, and confused about about what happened, but well, but I like him for some reason because he's I don't know because I suppose after that he did go and do another two tours in Afghanistan, it says. Iraq. Yeah. Iraq. Iraq, Iraq. Yeah, it's yeah. Like he, he's, he's kind of. He's
1: fucking mental. Yeah, he's kind of like. Uh, but like the film doesn't shy away from that as well because he runs into like one of the uh, like New uh, New York police department or like firefighters and like. Yes, he yeah. kind of says like, God sent me here to like get people out and like. He like uh, the guy said to him like all right nut job he's like all right nut bag, <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's like it's like oliver stone is like i get it i get it like this guy was a bit crazy but he happened to be the yeah. guy and
2: he and he was actually the guy that yeah, did yeah, yeah. do that so yeah, you yeah. know there
1: was a real there, he,
2: like i suppose the facts are the facts but then ollie stone's versions of it ollie stone is the man that tips it off and goes, all right, nutbag. but he's also the guy that that could have maybe possibly made him more of a sort of mental Christian than he could have been. He could have not been that. it could have been just a, a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could yeah, have yeah. not had a... I don't know. It would be nice to know if if the man himself was sent by God to go to New York or if he went, I think I'm going to go down there and help, actually, because I'm pretty good at that stuff. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a difference. You know, he might have been a Christian that wanted that, and only went, no, let's make him a full-on yeah let's, let's make, make him it. full on you know so who knows and then not only i love the idea of ollie going let's make him full on and then take the piss out of him yeah <laughs> i love that i love that yeah
1: Bizarre. let's set him up just let knock up. him down yeah let's <laughs> yeah. set him up knock him down i'm ollie stone <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, i'll make a film about any world event
2: <laughs> apparently so apparently yeah. so um I wonder if we will make an event about that thing that happened at Eastbourne when a bit of um when there was a you know, people they couldn't breathe properly for about half an hour. Do you <laughs> <laughs> Something happened in Eastbourne, I think a bit of gas came across the sea a few months ago. Ollie Sten will be making a film about that. All right, all right, yeah. I look forward to uh, it. I think we've got another two year bit about three three months.
1: years. <laughs> um other weird moments in this film, one of them I found was the uh Jesus with a water bottle visions. Oh my God! Kept having,
2: oh my God! But they were bizarre because they were they were like they were like the kind of Jesus burnt on toast type of stencil. You know, they they were like the 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 true sort of vision Jesus.
1: and to, be- and to begin with, as he, like, appeared out of the light, looked very phallic as well. <laughs> yeah, you like, were like, is
2: that a massive deck? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> fucking hell, you've ratted me out. Um, it's that a huge cock?
1: I was like, all right. it's No, it's Jesus Christ. But... Jesus Christ,
2: with <laughs> a huge cock. And a no. bottle of water? Oh no, no, it was a bottle of water. It was a bottle of water. Um yeah no he what, that happened a couple of times it happened I think three or four times and it was Amano's right was that his thing he yeah, was, yeah 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 he That's was what having I said, the like... visions he was having the visions but he found them really funny he found them hilarious remember he once the visions stopped yeah yeah because exactly. they were what was happening is he was having a vision then we were cutting back to the marine the marine was doing his thing but then it was cutting back to Amano then it was cutting back to sort of the family and Jesus was sort of cut, tying them all together you know, because I remember the mother was praying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, and then we cut back, and it's Hermano just wakes up and just starts telling McLaughlin. He's like, oh, uh, McLaughlin. He's like, for the first time, he's like, proper laughing. He's like, pinned laughing. He's been down there for hours. <laughs> he's going to die. It's like the. And he's like, McLaughlin, hey, guess what? Just saw Jesus. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> proper finds it funny. In like, a bottle of water. Yeah. You would bloody
1: believe that? Yeah,
2: <laughs> believe it? I had a bottle of water. He, he said, drink some. Didn't even want it. I didn't even drink it. Could have drunk it. Didn't <laughs> want it. And then he's like, we're getting out of here. And I love that. I don't know what he means by that. Like, d- does he mean Jesus was offering them the water and if he drank it, he would go with him? Or does he mean like by, is, do you know what I mean? By by not drinking the water, he goes, no, I won't drink your water, Jesus. Me and McLaughlin are getting out
1: of here. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think, I think that's we, what it means, yeah. Yeah, or like... A vision of what is to come. Someone's going to come. Aid is coming, and they're going to be brandishing. That's water. A, that's way more
2: insightful, Petros. That's definitely what it means. <laughs> or,
1: or it's like an Evie. He was holding an Evian bottle, and it was just Ollie Stone's <laughs> attempt to get a cheeky bit of like product placement. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't see any out-and-out out product placement. No, I, 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 I
2: didn't see any.
1: I saw a billboard for Stella Artois. At one point, but I just feel it like that well. would have been maybe on the location. Wow! Like, you know I mean? it didn't feel—it didn't feel crap. Have you been to America? I have. Yeah, I haven't been to New York though. Do they have Stella Artois
2: in America? I believe so. Wow! I'm, yeah. such, a, I'm such an English guy. <laughs> yeah, know. A I'm, such an un, yeah, I'm such a philistine. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't traveled much. The idea of Stella Ratois being in New York seems so bonkers to me it's all bud and cause yeah 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 well, exactly exactly <laughs> that's why we do it
1: um and like enough i'm trying to think of like this film even though it is like a very deep and like harrowing film yeah it still gives moments for nicholas cage to really let loose what he's best at, just being fucking mental. Yeah, uh, yeah. One of these moments is like, Jimeno is trying to explain something to he's him. Going,
2: he's going, he's going, he's going, talk. He's going, you're not much of a talker. He's going, give, you know, you got to talk to me. you got to talk to me. <laughs> That's what he's saying.
1: And Cage just like screams. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> ah! He goes proper Cage at that moment.
1: And like another... My bo- knees, my knees are squashed
2: together. <laughs> And, and we're like again there I'm not laughing at knees being squashed together uh, particularly about this man I'm laughing of course at Cage finding his moment to be totally fucking mental he's like he's like, I can imagine it like that wasn't in the. he's just like he's quiet for ages the guy's like he's too quiet it's too it goes on for a bit too long and he just starts
1: screaming or he's like he's like he's there laying down like Ollie Stone, like between takes, is right, <laughs> right up close to him, and he's just kind con- he's he's he's, he's, he's leant over to Ollie Stone, and he's gone on this next one. Just let me go. All right, w- watch this. like Joey winks what? at him. <laughs> yeah. Winks at him. Watch this, the... Stony boy. Yeah, <laughs> you've had Harrelson. You've had Woody Harrelson. Natural born killers. You ain't seen fucking nothing, mate. Yeah. Check this out. Yeah, and then like like again when he does the um, he like screams, "Our father." oh my god
2: that again so there is a big christian subplot with something like that happening oh at that point um cage is cage is caning out um the lord's prayer and hermanos is caning out with all what i assume to be a hispanic version of the lord's prayer at the same time
1: yeah because this is the moment when like it's like like I'm Essentially, not, yeah. fire and brimstone is falling upon them. It, if,
2: it really is, yeah.
1: And like, um, then all of a sudden, like one of their fallen like uh, party, it, like something must have happened with the heat or like, and it, his gun is just firing off of oh, his yeah. own like free volition. And it is like, like a lot of this film it's is real like lucky. real scary. Like mm. not, like, I'm not talking like bump in the night. I'm talking like fucking. Just real life, yeah, real
2: life fear, and and of course because of the tragedy being so close to anyone, you know, uh, that's alive really now, that's like lived through it. It's like, um, that of course, you know, the ideas of it all. So, so you watch the film, and then like sort of, for me, sort of every sort of like five or ten minutes, I keep remembering that they're real people, and of course, it's only based on. But you just go because I remember. You know, I remember, like we were just saying, I remember coming home from school and then watching, you know, I remember seeing my mother so upset, you know, yeah. crying in front of the television. And I was like, what's going on in these planes? The the fact that it's so real in real life, and then we're watching a film with fucking Nick Cage in, and we're like, but then the reality is that sort of every 10, 10 or so minutes, I'm like, I'm sort of thinking, fuck. Yes, it's really fuck, man. I I wish that it did basically I wish it didn't affect me as much as it did that film. That's what I. Well, that's the thing. Like,
1: I'm going to be honest here, and I was like close to tears. uh, Like, really, really suckered me in. Like, like, for that, I think it's 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 a good it's a good film. It didn't feel it didn't it didn't feel like I don't know. Again, it's the cynicism in, in me, but like, yeah, I'm always like oh they they just do you know what i mean they're playing they're playing classic like hollywood tricks to direct like, yeah, yeah i didn't notice i didn't notice the score it wasn't like all of a sudden the score went no like, i didn't we're playing like do you know what I mean? here's a minor chord feel sad yeah like i just just it was sometimes the lack of music and just being there like almost feeling like nose to nose with those people, like trapped there. That's
2: a good way to put it. That is that is how it feels. But and of course, it goes between that to then sort of like bizarre Maggie Gyllenhaal's cold family that don't understand why she could be upset for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And t- the father that keeps smoking cigarettes and trying to get a doctor to just give her weird prescription drugs.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, like, he seems to be, right. Like, he's, like, really concerned, like... And they're, they're like, real pessimists as well. Yeah, like, full on. Like the, the, news yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the news is coming in at any moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The news is coming in at any moment. Get her on, get her on like the funny pills. So when it yeah, because she's already a, yeah, do you know, like, and like he 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 like has this faux concern. for this Do you think baby. maybe that's
2: something to do with Ollie Stone's sort of idea of America of like prescriptions? And does that mean there's probably me looking way too much into it? But the idea of someone that's about to go in that, to have to hear about something that's upsetting, and their father going right, phone the doctor, get him some stuff because she'll need them. Like to me, is like. You know, that's what, real. like a
1: dig at the pharmaceutical companies, in yeah, America. yeah, or
2: like a, a dig at maybe, yeah, at them, and that's like sort of the consumption of, of them, or like the way sort of normal families would act in sort of mad, like, right, quickly, phone the doc. I don't Possibly. know, why that, or is that a true, is that just what it's like there? Is it just what it's like yeah, in America? Like, you know? I
1: would hope, I would hope partly that, like, I don't know, this film is a um, like. Is a message film in itself. Like, do you know what I mean? And like, mm. to like then like shoehorn in your own personal politics or what you feel about pharmaceuticals would just feel like quite gross. If you know not, me? then but, I don't understand what yeah, it's yeah, doing
2: yeah. in the film. I don't understand what it's got, what that bit has got to do with anything.
1: Of the, the father, anyway. He's like, well, this is <laughs> yeah, fucking <true>, yeah. <laughs> for concern the, for the baby, yet yeah, it's like.
2: It's Kane in his it's. Kanan the Siggy. his bloody yeah, tailor maids yeah.
1: Indoors, like yeah. just just meters away from his like daughter, like I get it, I get it. It's a it's a tough time. He'll get
2: us some tablets for that as well afterwards.
1: You had a, you, you, they had a lovely porch out front. Do you know what I mean? Like, really nice porch. so Have a little sit out there, smoke a fag, come back in. Like I get it, it's stressful. Like <laughs> the cortisol levels are high. That's the thing. Um, McLaughlin's brother, you see him smoking a cigarette. He's outside. He's by the car. Um, yeah. One thing I felt, though, with McLaughlin's family, I just like there's something about it. I didn't feel as like into that. Le- like I didn't what well, as connected re- to them connected. as Ad
2: Hermanos' family. No, like G- well, it's probably because uh, well, I don't know. I would say just because of Hall we're we're more we're more inclined to know Hall was somewhat going through more of some sort of turmoil in some way or at least portrayed to be like you know they took her to the drugstore she had a couple of moments where she like got out of the car when she's like with her cousin with like the red light she's like, like she's like i'm not waiting for this red light i'm walking you know and she walks and then a second later the car's next to her like come on like you know things like that with the with
1: mclaughlin's wife with with it seems to be like an internal struggle between her and her kids yeah because one of them is like let's get down there and look for him
2: yeah what we're saying i think uh, what the film's saying i think is um hermanos and his wife are in love and uh mclaughlin and his wife aren't like because there's a bit where he like has to see her in a vision you know, and they sort of become back in love. I think that's sort of the love interest of the film, if there can be one. And there has to be. You know? Yeah. <laughs> because like they're already together. Like Gillian Hall and Jomenos, like as soon as they see it, they're just like, Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And you see Hermenos earlier, way earlier in the film, he's like, Can I use your phone? I want to call Alison. Yeah. He wants to call her. You know, you don't see any of that from Cage at all. He just he's doing his job and doing his thing. But then when he's down there and then the son, his son, makes his mother go and
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. cuz what
2: you're saying there. So that's kind of interesting. Maybe that's what that's about to pull in like well mate cuz there's a bit where he's and of course with the turning over. This is what I should have done. I yeah, should yeah, have yeah. turned over and given her a kiss before I'd got out of bed. But
1: I just think I just think that is like yeah. That 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 moment I going back to it but like that is just a horrible cuz there's so many times in life like mm. you have that. Do you know what I mean? Like, Definitely. I don't know like
2: we all do we all we all do that
1: you have those weird like superstition like do, do you know what I mean like always like i remember being brought up like like never like always always say like i don't know always saying i love you to my mum before i left the house yeah yeah cuz like her her logic was like you never know what's going to happen yeah yeah of course do you know what yeah I mean? like yeah. when you leave the house and stuff like that and sure. it's just like
2: and of course once it that like, it becomes ritual it's like if you don't say i love you to your mum before you leave and you've been saying it for you know, 15 years, then you best go back in and yeah, go, oh, yeah. fuck, I'm sorry, I mean, I love you, bye, you know, <laughs> because otherwise the ritual's broken and then it's like sort of bizarrely, mystically more likely for something to go yeah, weird. Yeah, but I feel
1: like, it? I feel like the the fact that this film like made me like, do you know what I mean? Like, Actually think it about hit that. Hit me on that like personal level. It's yeah. just like, great like
2: great it did me as well Petros I have to be honest it it got me there as well there were there were there were some other things in my own life I was thinking about that are certainly not connected to anything to do with the World Trade Center but more to do with like relationships and you know how i how I've been or how people have been and so yeah so that's that's kind of that's cool isn't it
1: I get yeah, I cool. I think one of the things that made me relate more to like um uh, Hamanos's like uh, relationship with his wife was the the idea of like they had like they had a baby on the way there's something about that that's mm. just like it's just pure innocence do you know what I mean and yeah. like it was a, a very nice thread of like it, you see a like flashback of them kind of having like a playful argument about what they're going to name the baby that's and, like, right yeah him asking um McLaughlin like can you please put out on the radio like I want I want the baby to be called Olivia that's right because that's yeah. what Alison would want. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, like, something about that just.
2: And at the same time, it cuts back to um, Alison, the wife, and she's just walked downstairs and told the rest of her family that it'll be called Elisa, which he wanted. Yeah. And you're like, oh.
1: And then, like, flash forward to, like, when they are, like, pulled out of, like, the rubble.
2: Which they are, thankfully.
1: And another moment that is just like amazing to look at like and as well as like finding out that like a lot of the extras involved were the actual people who were like right yeah yeah is when there was like a kind of like i don't know like a massive queue of people just passing a stretcher along
2: right so when the the men are being pulled out and you've got the yeah and that all the the emergency services all in lines like a like walls they're each like the men making up walls just handing them across yeah that's it and yeah like they were all or a lot of those men were actually at the true event yeah yeah to bring them in for that event yeah that's the thing with this film like that's the thing with this film i think a lot of it like when we go back to like uh, them, you know, sort of like money spinning and like, oh, right? Let's money spin it. They certainly did do that, but at the same time, they they did as they also did as much as they could to keep it sort of tasteful, respectful, and also in some bizarre way used the taste and respect to incite a different kind of sort of endear like uh, like endearment to the film. I like, mean, like I'm endeared to the film because like for all there's parts of the film, like, I don't know, if someone said, oh, have you seen World Trade Center? I go, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. And and I'd think, in my mind, immediately, I'd think, ah, a bit schlocky, like, a bit schlocky, but then I'd think about it a bit more and be like, I had, like, a good time watching that, you know? Yeah, and well, it was, I, like, yeah. I think
1: for, like, some of the shortcomings it has, one of the things it does really well is the fact that it takes on, like, really personal stories. So f- personal, it's ridiculous. Focuses on, on like, because... I felt like if it had taken like a lot more of a broader stroke on the event, it could have like been much easier to offend, yeah. and like like with just focusing on these people, like there is going to be like no like do you know what I mean like th- they yeah. can they can zone in, and especially because those two men were survivors and like could actually be consulted about what actually happened? So
2: that's another thing that makes it important, isn't it? it, Because at the end of the film, it makes you very aware. It says these two men were, there were only 20 men pulled out, 20 men, all men and women pulled out, and they were 18, 19, those two men. So I'm sure the film probably spoke to all of those people, I'm guessing. Or maybe they spoke to only the firefighters or something. Like, it's a, you know, if you're going into writing a film like that and you want to start getting some consultants, you probably talk to the survivors. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: But, like, it's just that thing that, like, they told the story of these two men. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? like, Yeah. And I felt like that is the best way they could have gone with telling this story. Because, like, sometimes, like, you t- like you yeah, make yeah. The, the broadest impact by just telling, like, the smallest story. Do you know what I mean? Like, by, by sure, telling yeah. the story of, like... One person. Like, yeah, sure. You, it's like it's not. A bit, it's, it's not
2: like about the Hindenburg disaster. It's about like the guy that like works the control panel in the sort of fire room of the Hindenburg. It's about yeah. his day, and that's for some reason much more compelling than just like ship goes down kind of thing.
1: It's the same thing as t- Titanic.
2: Titanic.
1: Like, there it is. Do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously.
2: Wasn't just to- good because to- Leonardo DiCaprio isn't it? <laughs> totally
1: <laughs> yeah. fictionalized, event, like yeah. t- t- not events, but totally fictionalized, like characters. But I imagine, like well, I don't imagine, I care a lot more for those characters in that because it is focused yeah. very much upon them. Which is great. Which I suppose plight,
2: uh, like, that's fantastic. We get into the idea of what's what's worth writing about or what's worth listening to. You know, so it's yeah. like you know, if you you know, if you want. Like it, that. It, it, what's interesting about a story isn't the grandiose sort of like the the huge palace, you know. It's like it's like the small mosaic at the corner of the palace that was made by a guy years ago, and it's like tiny, you know. It's like do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, these yeah, personal yeah. things are better, or maybe it's these personal things that we know make up such a palace. So why not listen to the personal, sort of personalized and personal stories like McLaughlin's? And like Hermanus, because it said 2,000, what's 2,700 something people? 2,700
1: people, I think.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Died, you know. And there were but 200 survivors, is that right? Or 20 survivors?
1: Twen- 20 people
2: were pulled out of the rubble. 20 people were pulled out of the rubble. See, that, I mean, but that, so that is actually, the, I mean, the ratios of that are, you know, not not good no percent it's but one, like, i imagine 1%. like you could have told Less.
1: like the film would have been like just as moving if it was any of those any yeah exactly those any points. yeah
2: exactly yeah any of those people yeah
1: um so like yeah moving on like when uh hermanos is pulled out and he's like taken to the hospital there's like it's just great to see he's like so like he's quite like again he's back to like being quite jovial, even though he's having like rubble, yeah, he's cracking up, sucked out of his mouth, and he's like kind of back to this kind of squabble with his wife. Like, I know, I know, tables that. have turned, and she's like, I want to call the baby Alyssa. He's like, No, no Olivia, no, like, Olivia. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, like I don't know. It's, I loved like, that, I did, yeah. I loved
2: that, yeah. And She's like, I'll call it Olivia. I mean, I love anything Maggie does, but I loved that, and that was good. But I didn't even think of people getting, uh, rocks sucked out of their mouth you know it's just something that didn't cross my mind
1: yeah yeah. like uh, apparently one of the things that happened on this even though they used like non-harmful like um like dust and stuff like that mm. uh oliver stone still like from inhalation of the dust that they had still managed to like get ill whilst filming the film so obviously being in there. All the time behind the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, directing all the time. Yeah. Still managed to, like,
2: yeah. Wow, and that's just from, like, the fake stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it just makes you think, like, what these actual people like?
2: That's crazy. That is a good bit with Hermanus. And um what ha- what happens after Hermanus and and Gyllenhaal have that little bit? Hermanus is all right. You sort of see his legs, they're bruised, but you don't see an end to it. we don't see an end to that, do we?
1: oh um, he, he, he's he's rushed down to the er
2: yeah he's rushed down and he's cool we see he's cool because he's smiling
1: yeah yeah, and then and then we're back to mclaughlin and when he is pulled out yes and like um he has as you said that vision with his wife great like, vision trying to like saying to him you can't you can't like yeah. and it's quite it's quite <laughs> good because like you can't yeah. go now because like you're supposed to be building a kitchen at home yeah like
2: yeah and he's spoken to man about that earlier or, you know he's yeah he said to him like oh i'm building her a she wants a new kitchen but i'm i'm a bit of a carpenter you know so i'm building one it's obviously taken too long he's yeah. about he's about to die and like, in his mind the only <laughs> the only reason he's going to and so something to me about that sort of like like sort of tips its head at all of like the the frustrated sort of people out there like the frustrated people in relationships you know like there's something about that where he's like the re, like the one thing that maybe in his waking life would just destroy him, you know, where his wife's like, going to finish that kitchen, going to finish that kitchen here, going to do that. Are you going to finish that kitchen? And he's like, he's like, you're fucked, you're my
1: fuck. I'm going to live out of spite you just to I mean? finish just, it. So, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, the, the, the idea <laughs> of that, like the idea of like in, like, in his mind, he's like, you can't. But it's it. What, what I find beautiful is it's that that actually... You know, you, you know like she, she's she's not saying she's not saying I love you or anything. She's saying you haven't finished the kitchen, John. She's like, John, get off your ass! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. haven't finished the kitchen, and he's like, ah. That's what keeps him alive. There's something beautiful about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. really working class beautiful about that.
1: And like, then then we kind of like it flashes to two years later. Oh yeah, and it's um. It, we see that like they now have like a kind of like commemorative like barbecue for like the survivors like and um like yeah, yeah, McLaughlin's there, like speaking to people and they're like kind of i don't know, it just seems it it seems real nice that like going on people were like do you know what i mean like these people are never going to be forgotten, like these two characters as well are like left like. Both with like ailments like, they both have limps, yeah, so something they're never yeah, going sure. to forget. And I imagine like the people of New York won't let that ever be forgotten. Like yeah, in like correct, celebrating yeah. the lives of those people. Who Oliver Stone
2: day. quite literally put it in stone. Where he he's not he's not letting them be forgotten either. Yes, no.
1: him and Nick us. And um, then like I almost at the end like it. You see, Hermanos' daughter Olivia, and you see it ends on a that is the end, isn't it? Of the smile of a child, the smile of, of a wonderful young child. I believe it was, was it Whitney Houston who said, "I believe that children are the future. <laughs> Teach them well, and let them lead the way." <sighs> and I felt that like was a, it was a beautiful moment to leave this film on, gorgeous, the, like, yeah, like the true, the true
2: innocence, and it's, uh, he got to see, he got to see his own daughter, you know, yeah, and like, that's the daughter that he's, they, they've been arguing earlier on about the film, he's been saying, he's saying it's this name, it's that name, he's telling Nick, i like,
1: for these two guys, it may not be the same, but everything is like right in their like, Do you know what I mean? Like they have found like it looks like they've found some type of closure and like
2: Absolutely. You know, yeah.
1: Um so yeah, what did you think of this film, Joe? Well, I suppose overall
2: overall, I'm not sure if I liked it that much. Um but that might just be because of what I like I don't know. Overall, actually it was way better than i thought it would be <laughs> um but i really didn't have any uh, ideas of what it would be but it was um it wasn't by any means that I, I don't think it was by any means good a good film as such like it was a good film for its subject matter but i don't know if it was a great film i like um i liked Nicolas cage's mustache um and i like um what's his name Willie Jim- Jimenez. Michael Peña. Michael Peña. I thought he was great. So, yeah, I loved it. It was great to see him in something like that. I didn't know I, he could do that stuff. Was-
1: I feel like this was very much his film. He stole the show from me. I Absolutely. Feel like Nicolas Cage almost, like, took a back seat in this. It's and, like, like he like, knew it. Yeah, and it's like, but, like... You would be an absolute dick to like kick kick off about that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, I don't I'm not sure if like there is something about the fact that this is based on such tragic events that kind of like lets my heart soften to it a lot. Without a doubt. Without
2: a doubt, Petros, that's what's happened. What happens is we're both we've but we've both come we both realised the the what we're talking about and then we're like, well, and then we've watched the film. We've totally succumbed to the film in Ollie Stone's um, uh, ways. And I mean, if it wasn't a real event, then I'd be—I'd probably be completely different about this film. You know, I'd. I'd but yeah, f- yeah, yeah. For the fact that to know that it is a real event based on true people, I find it hard to give any because I'm just like, well,
1: all right, the film—not amazing,
2: but way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, to be well, fair. It, it,
1: like, I think I'm just glad that it wasn't like I don't it,
2: proper 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 shit
1: proper shit or just like it didn't it didn't seem cynical in the way it was done yeah like yeah. I don't yeah. know I felt like it it paid respect to people and like obviously doing some reading into like a lot of like what like, actually happened yeah with yeah the filming like, yeah what like um they. They did a lot of screenings for, like, the, uh, like, actual people it happened to and stuff like that, and, like, the police departments and stuff like that, and hired a lot of actors. Uh, there's um, a thing in the US, which is the, um, it's called www.policeactors.com. Wow. And cool. um, it's a lot of, like, retired policemen and, like, yeah, people of that nice. ilk who, um are either active duty policemen or I think maybe retired and still have like still a part of the uh, what is it the um, yeah the Screen Actors Guild oh right great so you can just
2: you can find yourself some you can find yourself some coppers to get in your film immediately
1: yeah Yeah, exactly exactly you want the real deal you got it you want the Um, real
2: deal you got them but yeah so it must be these guys right yeah
1: and from doing some like further reading as well like it's obviously not about this film as such but like about the events themselves of nine eleven, um it's like probably a little known thing but uh before being an actor steve buscemi um yeah. was a firefighter in new york and when the events took place um he actually went back to new york to his old firehouse joined his like that's brothers arms. I I didn't know that and went to nuts. ground zero to help wow
2: good on steve i mean what what that is a mad piece of trivia man that's that is,
1: that is, that is <laughs> that's crazy yeah like i don't think i can look at him as like that as like crazy eyes in mr deeds or like <laughs> the, the 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 homeless guy in uh in Big Daddy, the same ever again.
2: Must be so much easier to have crazy eyes than sort of fight fire, you know. Like It, it must be like, man, it's good to just have crazy eyes.
1: And it's like, something, just something about like I don't know that I find that's, yeah, it's that's beautiful. Fascinating.
2: It's, very, um, it's, it's fascinating. It's very beautiful as so well.
1: So we have said what we thought about this film, right? It's now time to have a little look online to see like. How the critics and the world out there... I want to know what they say. So, they we say. have three scores. IMDB gave this film 6 out of 10. Fair. Fair, f- fair score. Rotten Tomatoes, 68%. Yeah. And my big boy, God rest this soul, Roger Ebert, gave this 2.5 out of 4. So... right. What would like of an average score like? Where would you? Where would this I film? put this?
2: Where would I put this? I think I'd put this at about if I, I'm going to go IMBD, I'm, I'd put this about six out of ten as well. I'd put this actually a little bit higher because of uh, the joy I've had. I'd put, <laughs> I'd put it more like a six point six point five to eight. That's how I'd go. That's where I'd go. Nice. Just I. I mean I. I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the evening, but I enjoyed. I did enjoy the film more than I thought I did. The surprise factor got me, won me over. Yeah. There was a point where I was watching it and I was like, oh, I don't know about this, but now it's done, I feel good about it. Yeah, I
1: feel like this is the uh, not the type of film like I would have on hard, ro- hard rotation. Not it's not a, something not that would like sneak into... Like, do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be like, oh, what do you fancy tonight? Like, not a chance but I'm, that. But I'm definitely glad that I've watched it. Um, but one thing I find kind of... Like looking at Nicolas Cage's career, like taking a step back, not just looking at this film as a whole, Mm -hmm. is just where this fits into his catalogue. So, this film was preceded by The Wicker Man, which is just an absolute. And so, where does Cage go on from here? He goes on from playing a New York policeman stuck in one of the world's most tragic events yeah. to playing the Marvel superhero character stunt bike rider turn flaming skull ghost rider.
2: <laughs> that is incredible. As a it's ge- just you've got a journey a- ahead of you, Petros.
1: It's just such a wo- I, I feel it's like It's such
2: a weird world. It's a much stranger world with Nicolas Cage in it.
1: I feel like this is just indicative of, like, his career, that you will get something like this and then you will take a complete left turn into something batshit crazy. Like, and and I just don't know, I feel like I'm pinballing all over the, like, <laughs> genres of cinema <laughs> going through this journey. Um, crazy.
2: Ghost Rider. Oh,
1: man. So, Joe. Um, yes, in regards yes, to yourself and tonight with Bob and Joe, where yeah, can people keep up to date with you guys?
2: Well, you can find us on uh, Audio Boom. I think we're on aCast. We're probably all over Google if you type in "Tonight with Bob and Joe." That's probably probably where you find us, or just like your local pub. We'll probably be in there. Nice,
1: nice. Um, I will at some point. Like me and Joe have been talking about it. We will get both himself and Bob back on the podcast. Definitely. No,
2: we'll have we're, we're going to have you on our podcast if you if you're going if you're going to come drink some gin with us. Yes,
1: please. Um That's and we we will we will be doing another commentary episode um <laughs> which will be divulged at the right time. So uh get ready for that. As always, I've been Petrus Pat I've been Joe. We've been Caged in. Absolutely. You've been rad. Bye. Beautiful.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
2: This podcast is presented by the breadcrumbs collective home of the Pod Charles center caged in Copeland connections, a drip telling limerie main franchised and many more to come. Our
1: shows are all presented
2: ad free and made possible by listeners like you. Please support our shows by subscribing, leaving ratings and reviews and becoming patrons at Patreon.com. If you'd like to learn more about breadcrumbs, head over to
1: breadcrumbscollective.com breadcrumbs. It's more than a podcast network. It's family.